Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to part two of our WrestleMania roundup for the recent WrestleMania 35 card. I, as always, am Pete Titans Creed Nethercoat, joined as always by Mr. Kevin, the Kevin Eva, Eva, and one Mr. John Turbo Finley. How are you doing, lads? Doing all right. Doing all right, yeah. On to the main card now, of course. So, uh, on to the main card. Lots yeah. to discuss. So, I mean, we had the opening of WrestleMania, as it was. Uh, Alexa Bliss comes out, greets everybody as the host of WrestleMania. Pretty cool. Summons Mr. Hogan to have her own WrestleMania moment. Um, I'm not going to make notice of um, what was said on Twitter regarding that. Oh, it was that wonderful, out. though. <laughs> I like to think of myself so as semi-professional uh, ideals. Um, but yes, uh, Hogan is obviously very much... Um, Back in bed with WWE. No, that's not the word I was going to use. A controversial choice for an appearance at the moment, considering what has happened with him previously. However, there are certain individuals of the roster who have chosen to talk to him, hash it out, and them listening and everything else. That's basically between them. Whatever anybody may keep of their own thoughts. Oh, that's about Hulk that's Hogan always been the case is... since uh, back in November. So no, yeah. I mean there are certain there are certain members of the roster that have come out and said that they've had personal discussions like on that weekend. Mm. Oh right, it, it was yeah. Words words were had. Words were had. Hogan went went to them and to 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 say sorry personally, and it was it wasn't forgiven. But a point was made, and the point was made forcefully as to why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was you know why why he should have he should be sorry, yeah. as opposed to you know. But at the end of the day, it is not for us to judge. Uh, we are <clears throat> we are more than able to have our own thoughts and feelings about the individual. But at Absolutely. the end of the day, we do not work with him, and therefore there are other people who should have Absolutely. feelings that matter more. Especially when we can rip the piss out of him for effing up the goddamn location of Mania again. So I made a joke uh, in the last minute continue discord because we have a wrestling channel there where you can come and talk wrestling with us yeah come to and the squared circle part of the of the lmc discord you can come and talk wrestling with us and i made a joke that um hulk was gonna he's gonna in before he messes up the name again even though like the name of the actual place is literally opposite the main stage and lo and behold <laughs> he made a pun on calling it the silver dome and however, he's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's making light of his he own called mistake. It, Fair he enough. called it the MetLife Center instead of the MetLife Stadium. <sighs> still Big trying to make up. light of the situation, he still fucks it up. Yeah. yeah. So, so, somewhere Matthew couldn't believe his luck. Yeah, I know. Actually, Matthew's going to be busy. Um, oh, yeah. But, Considering um, all the audio and all the other mess. Oh, boy. Oh. But yes. They did well. They hyped him up. Everybody loves to see Hulk and everything else, regardless of what you think of him. The WrestleMania crowd popped for him and everything else. To be out-popped by uh, Mr. Paul Heyman on a mission to the ring. Yeah. Walking to the ring to real American still. Yeah. <laughs> which, which which I thought was fantastic. As a fan. I mean, as Who's a, a real American? Paul Heyman's a real American. He a... wants money and he wants success. He is a real American. I mean, he is New York 
pure and bred, isn't he? So yeah, he's, 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 he's like the the antithesis of yep. being in a real american so there we go um yep. the stuff with studio 54 and everything that he did yeah but um yeah i he did what i thought was a pretty out of left field promo really really good about how if they weren't going to be in the main event they were going to go on first and they were going to get out of here and get on a jet and i was i don't think anybody else really could believe the fact that universal championship was going to be on first but the story really well told you know, I, I think they did that. That's exactly how Lesnar would feel. If he's not on last, he's going on first and he's leaving. He's done. Yeah. So it, it, it made, yeah, made sense within the character of Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. It made sense within the ire of Paul Heyman. And they, they, they plugged the whole fact that he was going to take... Uh, his uh, talent off to UFC or somewhere that's going to be appreciated properly. Yeah, going to Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, they they dropped, he dropped the other word ultimate as well. Yeah. Very, point, right, not, very pointedly. Yeah. Not going to a casino. Yeah. Oh, he, he might do. He might do just to suplex the entire casino probably. But but yeah, no. Uh, both, <laughs> both men made their entrances. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. You've just reminded me of something that um okay so this is a, a story you'll if you if you watch the cm punk dvd um there's a there's a moment where it's i think he was in like ring of honor or, or somewhere and they were doing like falls count anywhere or what have you it was, it was in like a relatively seedy casino thing and there was like stripper there was like a strippers there and there's one of the ladies is doing her, you know, doing her business, doing stuff, and she's on, she's on the floor, she's on the pole, blah, blah, blah. A punk just leans down and just screams at her, You are a whore! Right? Oh, because he was such a heel. Oh, sorry. You just reminds me of that because of the casino. Sorry, carry on. Sure. It was sorry just, about that. It was horrendous, but also extremely funny because of the way you said Um, so yeah, both men had their entrances. Um, once again, really, really shoddy, bloody 3D oh, graphics of freak. a beast slayer. Ooh, beast slayer. Um, beast slayer. Beast slayer. So it's like a nineteen nineties sci fi film. No, I thought it was a you know a PS two era uh, video game. Oh god, yeah. Like, Have you tried start beast to play. slayer? But, um, yeah, it, essentially they went straight out out the gate with it. Lesnar just dominated with German suplexes. Um, just I believe an F five to the outside as well. Uh, no, I don't think he an F five on F5. the outside. I don't, did he land an F five? You know, I can't even remember. It was a bit of a blur. Yeah, because all was I remember nice. was Lesnar beating up on Rollins before the match actually officially started. I think he Germaned him outside the room. Yeah, but oh, I don't think God. he landed an F five at all. Because if he well, did, it wouldn't that would have been if it. He did, frankly. But um, there was the the whole thing. Um, Rollins counted an F five in the ring, uh, mm. and pushed Lesnar into the ref. Uh, so it wasn't a proper ref bump, but the ref was out of the ring long enough for Lesnar to score a uh, uh the lowest of blows. 
Uh, and then wait, Lesnar getting a low blow. Yeah, so Seth got the low. Seth got the low blow on Lesnar because yeah. as we, we're continuing this thing, that the the weakest part of Brock Lesnar is his testicles. This is this is a thing that seems to be canon within in WWE a, story. In a, world, not, not in, a world, in a world where Lesnar is like ninety nine percent beef. Mm. Um. I would consider that the one percent fat would probably be the weakest part. Yes. Yeah, it's but it, it's what it's it affects him for longer in terms of in terms of his I dare I say performance. Um, it affects him longer in terms of the time frame of the match, in terms of selling and what have you. The the the, the nut shot that does for us. But we we had this when Taker faced him. We had this with a couple other people. Based in pretty certain trips, low blown him as well. Uh, Brian, Brian did. Punk probably did in his match as well, knowing him. Um, yeah, it just the, the way you get an advantage over Brock Lesnar is to punch him in this, and that's and you know that'll bring you success for then, about five minutes. Well, that five minutes was long enough to get three stomps in on Lesnar's cranium and uh, pin the guy. Mm-hmm. So, which I was surprised by. Three stops I, I really... and a low blow equal however many spears and punches to the face that um, Reigns managed to do. So, mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, walking away, making Seth Rollins your new Universal Championship, and we did not see Brock Lesnar or Paul Heyman on the Raw after WrestleMania. Mm. Yeah. Yes. The, they were the true man... to their words. The man of a hundred million nicknames is now your universal champion, everybody. Indeed. But hey, we've got in other good in good news, we got the universal championship back. We did, and in it's even, like a thing again. And in even better news, I was the only one that called this prediction correctly. That wasn't good news. No, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> but I, I think I think in fairness, me and Turbo legitimately. Oh, they're just going to stuff us again, and they're no, going to no, get Brock even more money. I mean, and it's like uh, this belt is a non-entity at this point. At the yeah. end of the day, I believe I said the same as well when we actually did the predictions. Mm. I fully expected Lesnar to retain, and it wasn't the thing with what I wanted. It wasn't the thing with what anybody wanted, but I fully expected it. But I went with Seth mm. because you changed your mind on another match later on. Because. I'll tell I'll tell you this much. We didn't all expect to have happy endings for all the yeah. This is this is what this is what did make what made sense to us. And because when because we didn't uh, in the WWE Championship, we were sort of very skeptical about. It. And because one of the reasons we thought that was what well, you know, they're gonna have to give they're gonna give Becky her moment. You know if. Not being funny, but if the guys lose, it actually makes her look even better. Yeah. If 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 she wins, if the if the if she's actually able to capture a championship and the uh, the cha- the male challengers lose, yeah. so you know, well, yeah. We'll get uh, we'll go into more as yeah. we get to them. But but uh, <sighs> yeah, it, it's I'm glad that you know the universal cha- championship is off of. Uh, Lesnar, and then now Raw will be able to have a champion. Raw will finally have a heavyweight championship for people to chase. Here's an idea: give Lesnar the U.S. title belt. 
I'm what? serious. Give Lesnar the US title. Fair enough. Make the US title super as super rare as the Universal title was. And mean just as little. And and mean well, it'll mean something means absolutely mega. Well, I, having I, like I, going, I don't care about the rest of the world or something like that. I'd, I'd rather I'd rather have someone who defends it in the way that Cena did without doing it in the way that Cena did. Um, yeah, he made it mean something then. But yes, mm, very true. We will move swiftly on to AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Kev, take <sighs> away on this one because I don't think you were a big fan of this match, were you? I was going into this match. Not with the best of feelings as to what was going to happen. To be honest, I thought it was going to be it was a good match that was going to lead nowhere afterwards. Uh, as we previously discussed, it was highly likely to just be one string of things leading into an RKO on a phenomenal forearm. Or on a phenomenal forearm. Oh, an RKO off the phenomenal forearm. Yeah, it was... <sighs> and when, when I was watching it, it was very pedestrian. Uh, it felt to me. It felt very... It felt like it didn't mean anything. And that's not to go against the, um, the efforts of AJ, obviously, or Randy to be honest, but it just didn't feel like it meant anything. And to be honest, I didn't think they had the best of chemistry either. It just, it just felt like it didn't work. I think this, I think a lot of that is due to just Orton just not caring or at least coming across like he doesn't care. Like he'll do the job. But, but that's just that's just him waking up in the morning between and the the space of time between him doing that and then going to sleep. That's just him. Um, I actually did enjoy the match. It kept me very, it kept me thoroughly entertained. Like, it wasn't to the point that you know I I stopped watching the screen and started doing something else. Uh, I think I think a lot of that can be thanked on AJ mm. for the most part. Um, I think AJ probably led that match, and that was probably why it was entertaining to me. Yeah. Um, that Josh, superplex. That superplex. Yes. That superplex. Uh, John, how do you feel about this match? I thought it was all right. I mean, um, I liked uh, how AJ was able to read Orton for some of the match. Like, for example, he was able to kind of like stop Orton from getting in with an RKO. It's like just making hmm. Randy stop. You know, like land on his back uh, after faking him out to get him with the form- phenomenal forearm, and then get him with. I believe he followed up that up with uh, the uh, uh, what was it? Four thirty. He did the four. He did the four fifty. Four fifty. Aye. Right. So you know that worked. And and landed a little bit high. That wouldn't have, that wasn't very nice for Randy. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. there were there was slopping moments, but the thing that obviously was very most uh, notable during this match was that of uh, the crowd's dis, uh, you know, ire showing because of <laughs> WWE's ineptitude to program their lights correctly to not shine it 
right into the direct direct I mean, eye now you're now you're taking audience. on the ire of people who were actually there at the at the thing and less how but that's but it. that's what affects it because obviously if the crowd are chanting turn the lights off very audibly i'm going to be distracted by that yeah if the, if the crowd are out of the match you know that affects my enjoy that affects the view it affects the atmosphere of it affects the atmosphere of the match yeah it affects the performers in the match and all we know we know Randy's not good with that. All I could tell was that they were shouting something. I couldn't tell what it was, and therefore uh, Orton did what Orton does best, and he played to it and just told yeah. them to do it. Orton made the best of that bad situation. He tried, but it was it was. You might have been able to look past it, but it was very audible for me. It's probably because so. I'm not as smarky as you. No, but it, it did. It, even before we kind of knew what was being chanted, it felt wrong, you know. And yeah, it, it's something it you could. It could. There was moments, but it just didn't have a good flow. Mm. That was the problem with this game, and I wasn't that expecting maybe, that. It... Maybe that maybe it for you. I disagree. Uh, I enjoyed every minute of it. We agreed to disagree then. Hmm. It's almost like we have a score system to reflect this. Yes. Amazingly enough. But yes, um, Orton managed to hit an RKO, finally, after many attempts. Styles kicked out at two, which we don't really see anymore, which is a good WrestleMania thing on its own. Uh, And then Styles managed to hit a phenomenal forum outside the ring, and then once more inside the ring for the win. Mm -hmm. The phenomenal forearm off the the inside to the outside was pretty good as well. Mm. And now he's hurt. Yeah. Yeah, great. (laughs) On the plus side, end of the plus side, end of that storyline. Yeah. And And, uh, also gives time, uh, um, AJ, some well-deserved rest because I think... Mm. Absolutely. And uh, on the even better side, I'm again the only one who called the prediction for this match correctly. I, oh, I, I like I know in the notes it says that Kev picks Orton regretfully. Yeah, it very specifically said regret. I didn't want it to happen, and I kind and I thought about changing it after the SmackDown. Well, I was the same. I was kind of like thinking, oh, I should have changed it as well, and yeah, uh, you know, shouldn't have said, oh, because AJ won last year, he should uh, lose this year. It yeah. only makes. Yeah. Nope. But if, if, so Orton had no business winning it, and because Orton had no business winning it, I was almost through that alone convinced WWE were going to make him win. I I so. solely made my thing on the fact that the 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 spot that we called was going to be the WrestleMania spot happened on the SmackDown. Yeah, it, it's because yeah. we we the, the fact that all three of us, you know, identified that. And the turning point for our decision was that SmackDown as well, as to whether or not we'd sort of stick with our initial thing or twist. Um, and yeah, Pete, Pete went and uh, switched a route, and it worked for him. So, he went inclu- with including his- the pre-show, we are now at 4-2-2. So, uh, already at this point, I mean... We were fed Ke- up at this Ke- point, frankly. Ke- yeah. Kevin Ke- 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 Kevin and I were watching from the glory of our own home, and so we had access to our PCs and Discord moment. And John was staying with a friend and watching it. Yeah, and I was periodically, yeah, you know, I had my phone. Looking in, we were doing a little sort of, you know, running. Call. 
bring on the Discord as we went. Yeah, yeah. We, I, I was, I was busy like looking down the, the list of, of stuff <laughs> I've written down during the pre-show, and just going, well, I'm not, we're not winning this, <laughs> um, yep. especially after the next match, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions of the Usos versus the Bar versus Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura versus Alistair Black and Ricochet in a fatal four-way tag team match. Uh, I was very happy with the result of this. uh, I was very happy with the result. I was very happy with the match. There was a part of me at one point which questioned myself if it was an elimination tag team match. Yes, it it felt like it should have been. Yeah. And wasn't. And then, because we had, then we had the other tag team match later on. That felt like it should have been and wasn't. Uh, I think uh, that was mainly because you had Ricochet and Alistair Black, who already lost prior in the the two nights prior mm. to this in their in the NXT tag team match. So to not have any of them get pinned or submitted, you had to make this as a one fall match. Yeah rather than elimination because if you eliminated them during the match at any point it would have been bad for mm. them so it was only evident that one of the other teams was going to take the fall in this case it was the bar um uh, to the usos and uh, the usos uh, would have to retain granted yeah. the match itself was good because there was um you know it was it was it got really heated uh to the end where everyone was like hitting their finisher and uh hitting it really good um, like, uh, uh, one, one of the really big spots during the match was where cesaro put in the giant swing on ricochet oh, and then he and had then, sheamus uh, just keeping everybody out of the ring with the beats of the bodrain yeah yeah that was that was kind of bonkers it was oh mental. yeah yeah the fact that also, not being funny, he was able to basically just... He, the fact that he was able to stand still afterwards. Well, he, was, took, he, was, he always takes a minute to compose himself when he talks yeah, to the Yeah, but he just sort of went mm, and just continued. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if, if, if anybody else was doing that, you know, he'd be just like, like going place <laughs> off for a little bit. But he just stopped the dime. I think I think he's done it so many times that his um, yeah center of gravity is able to kind of like uh, keep him you know corrected. Uh, Yeah, because because two people got a real sort of showcase in that match. One of them was Cesaro with the swing, yeah, and a couple other things like he hit a like a really vicious uppercut. Oh yeah, uh, at one point that uh, I mean someone. uh, they were jumping from the top rope or something. Yeah, and he just, and he just walked with an uppercut and it looked really yeah. And of course, the other one was Ricochet. Yep. Who got the big spotlight as well with the, like, the counter out of the Tower of Doom. Um, yes. The and seven, some other things. Yeah, the, it was a superplex attempt by the bar, which turned into the whole seven-man uh, yeah. weapon in the corner. Where <laughs> yeah, and he was able through. to land on his feet, roll, and then get to the corner. Yeah, from that. very impressive and, on his own. Yeah, mm. lots of stuff going. In fact, if it, in comparison, actually, to Alistair Black, I didn't think Alistair Black got really showcased that much at all. No, felt like um, it. It was very tame from himself. Mm. I mean, he had. Uh, I think they did the you know springboard into sitting position spot. I think at one point. Yeah, yeah, he had he had a little flurry at one point. Yeah. 
And that was it. And he was able to get a good black mass kick in there. Oh yeah, the black. Well, yeah, that that always that always it's like it's death. Yeah. Quite literally. But, uh, yeah, but... no, I, I would agree that he was he was playing second fiddle to Ricochet, mm. who is just way more, you know, high flyer and mm. agile than Black is. Yeah. Black is a brawler mm. more so than. Did you uh, like the Usos are playing second fiddle to everybody? Mm. To you. Because it felt very much like that they were in it, but not uh, and they won it. Not prominent until the end. But I don't yeah, think they needed to be. To be fair, like um, I think everybody is well aware of how everybody feels of the Usos in that position anyway, and it's hmm. more. It was more on everybody else to really deserves a strong word, and I probably shouldn't use it here, but show that they deserve the titles over the Usos. Hmm. Now. The bar do very, very well, but I feel that they lack stuff towards the when they have their in-ring matches with the titles. And their mic work, as fun as it may be to listen to occasionally, is very repeatedly the same every time. Um, mm. Ricochet and Black, we don't really see on the mic at all. Um, as a tag team, they're just they're there. They do a lot of really good spots that we see all the time. Um, so much so that it's very samey at this point. And we don't see them on the mic. So, And then Rusev and Shinsuke are just there. And, you know, even the commentators made the, that they haven't really, you know, they, they up their tag team skills with every time that they tag together. And they're not really, they haven't got those points yet. So, but we know the Usos are, are there and they do their thing. And they're, they're very good on the mic and they are do bring something different to it every time they do it, with the exception of the obvious catchphrase. But, hmm. yeah, I don't know. I feel like it, it was there. But, yeah, after, uh, in the end, the Usos deliver the double Superfly Splash on Sheamus to retain. Yep. I thought it was a very good match. Very good. It was decent. It was okay. And uh, what was more? Oh, sorry. Uh, we totally missed out the team that, uh, you know, really didn't need to be there, which was uh, Rusev and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm so sorry for those guys. They're they were the, the, they're they were the, the definition of crazy was nothing for them. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. But um, I'll tell you who creative does have nothing for, and it's you two. Uh, with your incorrect predictions once again for the third match running. Uh, on this one, um, Mr. Kev did take Ricochet and Black. Uh, obviously, yes, fe- obviously because... feeling like after three straight pay per views uh, in tag team matches, yeah, that I did not realize they were they were at Takeover. That would have actually changed my 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 actual choice a bit. But, I'm, but I'm again happy that Usos won. Happy that they were on the main card again. Remember we were discussing last year about it was amazing that somehow the Usos hadn't been on the main card and they were able to get onto the main card twice and yeah and they defend and they defended the titles again mm-hmm. which was a really big thing that they made a, uh, they made a huge deal out of last time that they you know they, they keep defending the titles at mania mm. it's like the, like a little specialty of theirs didn't last through smackdown but never mind <sighs> uh, so guys um when the superstar shakeup happens uh, we're actually going to do a, like a little special, and we'll sort of go over everything that sort of happened from 
the Raw and SmackDown after Mania through to Superstar and what we think is going to happen with the new slash refreshed rosters. Uh, but we're going to do that, obviously, at a later date. Watch this space. We might get, and, and we might get Mr. Greg back for that if we can. I think that'd be very, very beneficial. Okay. Um, back on point. <laughs> uh, Mr. John this is the, did this go is for team. the bar. Spoilers yeah, one. I know. I thought they would get it, but no. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm enjoying this a little bit too much after the oh, last. Oh, aren't period. you just? If this He's going to get a toy belt in the post. I'll if, tell you that. I was going to I was going to say just get, get a, a small one for no, that. No, 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 no. I'm no, going to no, get it. No, I'm going to hold it there. Hold that one. Just yeah. give him that. Yeah. No, I'll personalize it for you as well. I'll just engrave your name on the back of the little wrestler's belt. May as well do because I'm cheaper. Scratch it in. The next match. Uh, Miz versus McMahon in a Fool's Count Anywhere match. Uh, we did Bloody say... Bloody our... awesome. Yeah, very good. Uh, we did say in our predictions that this was going to obviously leave the ring. Uh, yeah. Mostly because it's just McMahon falling off something large, which did happen. Indeed. Quite a few times, actually. Oh, yeah. Aye, there was uh, um, quite quite notable. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it, re- it started off really strange. Um, Shane dominated Miz in the early running. And uh, which prompted uh, Dad Miz, Miz Dad, <laughs> big, Miz big Dad, da- big Daddy oh, Miz, Mister Mizzlemania, big Daddy Miz to um, get involved and um, threw quite a potato once uh, him and Shane actually got it on. Actually, mm. from uh, judging by Shane's massive black eye, yeah, <laughs> I did not see that. Did he actually cock him? He's, he's got a proper. He's got a big. <laughs> Good. Big shiner. I was gonna um, say with a man with a man with a stance like this. Yeah, you know, oh, Duchess of Queensbury it, rules, isn't it? No, he's he's taking, a, if it was taking lessons from William Regal like this. Taking lessons from William. I mean, it, it was it was a nice story. It was a man who doesn't really fight or know how to fight, but he's gonna step in to defend his son. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he got his ass handed to him. And he punched. He showed. He, he showed Shane what a punch looks like. Mm. Apparently, so there was, there was a lot that happened in this match. Um, there was a lot of back and forth. Like even when um, Shane got the best of uh, Miz Dad, and then got the the uh, EMTs to go help him out and make sure he was fine, get him out of the, out of the way so he wasn't in harm's way or anything else. We had a couple of spots where it literally just went out of there. Miz was showing tenacity, anger, all that stuff. There was a lovely couple of spots pretty much after Shane dominated Miz at the beginning where it just ended up just being the Miz just in charge of the rest of this. They went yeah. all the way through stuff. One of the ones I preferably like is where uh, Miz knocked Shane over a railing onto a golf cart and then onto the floor. Yeah, uh, was, concrete, that was really was... nice. Mm. Well, Love it was nice, spot. but rural, and it would have been dangerous. Uh, oh, this super. Was, this was um, just shortly after, as Kev likes to put it, Miz made an international incident. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the, These uh, are all the announced teams that you, that you can listen to if you're other countries. Well, Miz has just destroyed the entire section. Sorry, you just got mute, uh, like... 
full-on muted there but uh, I'm you going got cut out a little bit but yes yeah, exactly. um it, it made a full-on international incident where he just like yeah can't they can't see the um yeah. commentary thought... teams because they they have no tables yeah <laughs> so I, actually... thought, I, I, thought, I thought i thought uh, well, yeah. but um i thought that uh you know you know the international uh commentary teams like the you know mandarin and uh uh, French and Japanese te- uh, teams. Yeah, they'll be fine. They're they're totally out of farmer's way. Nope. 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 Uh uh-uh. Poor poor Funaki. Like he was he was he was probably the most distraught uh, uh, during that whole thing. He's like, no, through. my stuff. <laughs> no, that's get dead. Crazy, but um, no, I was like, it was good. Uh, I think. Uh, oh, I I don't know who was at the very end, but the table there obviously got the worst of it um yeah that got um i i think shane went through one of those tables yeah because he's he getting uh, sort of lifted up and just shoved him through a table yeah, more than anything right. and then he made for the pin and whatnot and then he yeah. threw him over the uh yeah. the this, 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 all through this section of the match basically miz uh, there came a point where he's like you'd sort of he'd snapped and then it was just like the brain is no longer functioning this is pure Malice, yeah. It's like it's like it's all it's all crazy, and that was the story all the way through the rest of the match as well. It was like, okay, he's just coming up with really crazy shit that he can do to Shane, and he's going to do it because he can, and no one's going to stop him. No, because yeah, bends the rules. There are no rules. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of the superplex at the end, um, with Shane. It would have been. It oh, would have been great if it was a skull fr- crushing finale from that. Then it's like, even though yeah, it, we knew, fi- we knew fine that whatever that they were gonna land on was gonna be a soft landing. Yeah, side, but, yeah, but uh, it's a lot easier to take to the back than it is the face. You know, it's yeah. best to protect mm. themselves. But the finish ends where I'm quite sure I recall a finish from like that from a previous. Shane it's Shay. Uh, well, yeah. it wasn't a suplex, but uh, what happened? What happened in previous Shane hardcore matches where Shane would have someone at the bottom, or he, they both climbed to the top of a twenty-foot uh, scrape, uh, you know, kind of like sca- uh, scaffold team of some form. Uh, most notable spots for me was like uh, SummerSlam two thousand and one. I think it was. Uh, backlash. He did a back. Uh, he did a well backlash. Yeah, yeah. Back, back. It was either backlash two thousand or backlash. It was back in the day when they had that interchangeable, Hard- wonderful Hard- interchangeable. Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what I'm talking about here though is the one where he's Shane's landed the attack and he's been on him. Stuff like backlash was a last man standing where he did the elbow drop on the yeah, show and the... then was hoisted by test onto the arm camera. I'm talking about yeah. one where he's landed and been in that pinfall position i'm sure i remember it from something i think that might have been summer no actually no that wasn't summer sign because that was black men uh, beating him but yeah Um, i mean i mean oh yeah that's pretty much it the referee counted the pinfall we all correctly guessed that shane was going to win this we we did this off the back that you know uh the miz was too strong in his smackdown matches leading up to this shane was due a win at wrestlemania etc etc Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Miz got to do some extreme stuff, which... Which we don't really see a lot, because he's very... Yeah, which, which, which is the point of the character that he doesn't do that, and that's the lengths he was go would go to. And as you said, Pete, the su- doing the suplex 
off of that. And, you know, it's taking the Miz choosing to take himself out along with just to punish Shane. Yes. Yeah. That, that is, that is different. Uh, I imagine that the way that this storyline is going to go is that there'll be, they'll have a match at ladder in the bank and it will be for the best of the world trophy. And La- ladder at the bank. Ladder in the bank. <laughs> Ladder in the bank. There was ladder in the bank. It's a very expensive ladder, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. It's gold, gold plated. Yeah. Um, oh no, it's, it's not Big Show's one, is it? Nah. Um, moving on to a match, I don't think any of us were really overwhelmed with um, mm. the women's tag team championship match: the Boss and Hug connection of Bailey and Sasha Banks uh, versus the Samoan Slaughterhouse of Nia Jackson Tamina. The iconics of Billy Ray and Peyton Royce and Beth Phoenix and Natalia, with Beth Phoenix in a very Heart Foundation looking gear. Yeah, that was the the nod, was wasn't nice it? Nod, yes. Yeah, I mean it was even more uh, evident when Bret Hart came out to kind of like, you know, give his support for them as they made their way to the ring, and he just went back. Yeah. To the, to the back on that. It, yeah, is the little nod with the Heart Foundation going in the Hall of Fame? So. Yeah. Yeah, really nice, and they, and they got to do heart attack during the match, of course. So yeah, that was yeah. that was really good. But overall, um, yeah, the <sighs> match itself was just not that great. It was like I think it's very just... hard when this is annoying because I like Nia Jax as a person. Yes, I just I, I'm the same. I just don't think she's doing very well. Yeah, for some reason, off I think... the big person stick very well. No, I think I think there's just something wrong. Um, like, I think maybe the 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 business is getting to her. I think. Uh, I don't think it's that. Street. I think she's been billed and used incorrectly. I've said I said it way back when, where they they introduced her and they did Braun Strowman's reintroduction after the Superbar shakeup when it happened. And they split them up from the the white faction that they tried to do both the big guy thing with both of them at the same time mm. and put them in squash matches and then I I think it if it had happened a year later when there was no other thing happening and we had the build up of all the women after that and then she actually went through and demolished a lot of high tier <laughs> female wrestlers on the roster. It would probably mean more, mm. but mm. her character itself has flip flopped so far in between with the face and the heel shtick and everything else. Between, well, that's between... that's evident to all the people around her because obviously yeah. there was a storyline with her and Enzo at one point, but then Enzo had to go and fuck that up. Oh yes, um, but there's everything else as well. Like, I mean she's obviously like it's creative thing more than anything else to flip flop her is bad but yeah it's just yeah. she's been handled badly and i think if she had come off a year later then it would have been fine but then she's also got this attitude of uh, hurting people now and it's not yeah. that attitude's probably the wrong word it's a reputation well, how it's been hand how she's taken it as not sort of so it's just you, you gotta be. You well, don't really want to watch a match with her in because you well, got to worry about well, everybody you, else is in there. Well, do you think that's obviously hindered her confidence in the ring? Because I feel as though it, uh, like all those incidents where she has caused injury to her, you know, uh, her you know colleagues in this case, and it's like uh, 
you know, I think that would be quite damaging to a person's kind of like. Uh, it might very well do, uh, but then yeah, if that so, was the if, which, that, if which, that was the case, then maybe she should have told creative not to go ahead with it and use it as part of the storyline, hmm. which then got dropped later because it didn't work. Right. And all that she's left with now is you just should... the reputation of that. Exactly, because you should like never, ever, ever should you use injuring someone as part of your gimmick ever. Yeah. Be, Not no, unless you're would... specifically writing people out and you've got a bunch of people you want to yeah, write yeah, out. No, absolutely. You, but you, even you then when, that. even when then when they do that, it's very rarely used like saying like I've written X and X person off television, you know? It's, uh, it's only worked a few times and one of the most notable times where it has worked has been Orton as a legend killer gimmick. Hmm. Mm. It doesn't work that often, and it shouldn't be used to say. Hey, the only look. other time they've done that in recent memories was when the Usos started going on the top ropes, doing like the um, back of the leg kick. I believe so. Yes, remember that. But uh, I, can't, I kind of agree with I kind of agree with both of you uh, in that I I think with how everything has gone, I'm not sure that she knows a hundred percent in a what her character is anymore with with all of this and how she's supposed to really go about things and she's she's not buying it for whatever reason mm. and it's and just her being teamed up with Tamina. It, yeah it's, it's all a bit mixed up who knows i think probably one of the people that i suspect will benefit quite a lot from superstar shakeup is her Probably mm. because she might get the opportunity to repackage herself. Yeah, it'll it'll be a, it'll be a reset for. And uh, just going to a new year, we've got she'll probably switch brands. I'd I'd imagine uh, depending upon what's going on with the brand split. And uh, we'll see what happens. See what, what the new new writers are able to do with her in terms of positioning, and she'll get a better idea from them as to who she's supposed to be. Absolutely. So, I mean, the end of this match, because um, there wasn't a lot of notable spots in it, and I don't really no. want to hang around and talk about it too much. Um, but the wrong per- wrong people were tagged in, and um, Beth Phoenix got the, the glam slam off on Bailey from the top rope. Uh, but Billy Kay, who had tagged... Fe- oh, no, she tagged her in on the move. Sorry, my bad. That's my yeah. what my note said. She then threw Beth Phoenix out the ring and covered Bailey for the pinfall, giving the Iconics the tagged in titles. Which I thought was uh, the right call because I thought that would be the case for this. Is the Iconics would get that uh, yeah. sneaky win, and this was the perfect op- op- uh, environment for them to do that. And they, yeah, they, they made the right call. It's what I feared would happen, and so wish fulfillment for the end. I picked Boss and Hug, and the other two picked the Iconics. Yeah. Yeah. He he only uh, followed, followed my coattails on that. Uh, factor i'm i'm sorry what <laughs> oh, I, I, I made that call first it doesn't matter i still thought they were i made win the it. call first let me have this nope <laughs> nope 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 so mko's version of the iconics isn't very iconic ladies and gentlemen so i mean the records at this point uh, stand oh, quite cares? frankly. Oh, I care. <laughs> it stands at seven. He's never get only one who cares. It's saying here seven to me. Th- three? No. Four. Spoiler: We don't catch him. Four to John, <laughs> and three to Mister Kev. 
Um, I, I, at this point, I was just like, <laughs> no, no, it was, it was, it was, it was after the, it was after the next one. So annoyed at that was point. After, it was, uh, well, no, it wasn't after the next one. It was uh, a little bit later, I believe. Ah, uh, yes, no. Uh, but yeah, it takes us to the last match that we're going to discuss on uh, part two of three of this WrestleMania roundup, which is Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship. Obviously, uh, Bryan was accompanied by Rowan, and Kofi was accompanied by Big E and Xavier Woods. Um, unfortunately, this match was given away very much at the beginning of it, before it even started, being that they actually had a championship plinth at ringside. Um, and Big E did show off a surprise gift, to which point Kev was very frightened. Yeah, I, I was at... Uh, bearing in mind that I had Brian to win, all right? And, and again, it was like, I don't want Brian to win in the slightest. No, I kind of thought I have to. Because if, if they were going to give us, again, if they were going to give us Becky, the one the, out of everything, the one that they could afford to not give us is Co- and disappoint us with is Kofi. Um, but yeah, the, the package came out. And when has surprise package at ringside ever been a good omen for anything ever in wrestling? But you yes, know, the um, it's either going to be a puppy or Chris Canyon coming out on the big show. It's one of those, and yeah, I mean, but it turned it, out it was a good thing in the end. It turned out it was a good thing. So we had Daniel Bryan with Rowan, and we had the Triforce of the New Day of Kofi Kingston, Biggie, and Xavier Woods. Um, there was a lot. There was one big point that obviously Rowan managed to get involved when they were both uh, fighting on the outside, but the New Day managed to. Um, incapacitate Rowan a lot easier than sticking him under a table. He went down like a a, a big bag of potatoes for someone who's had uh, problems being. Well, it it was it was you know it was midnight hour. It it, it was Have you they, know the table. I thought finisher. they renamed that to up up down down. No, it's they they've got multiple finishes. They've got multiple tag team finishes. Right. Up up down down is different um, than than that. But you know um, somehow Biggie got Rowan up. Boy, boy, it took a lot of effort, and yeah, then Xavier off the t- Xavier off the table with a modified midnight hour to the outside, uh, and that took out that. Brian then tried to do the the sneaky dive and actually got clocked. I believe so. Stopped. That was, was nice awareness. Yes, um, but yeah, it managed to get back in the ring. Essentially, it left Rowan knocked out for the rest of the match, uh, but it did leave Biggie and Woods to essentially be a che- be cheerleaders. Uh, at ringside a lot of this there was a lot of hype because obviously the crowd are very hot behind Kofi very hot um I I think it's testament to how much Kofi's done for the company being in the right place at the right time being part of the new day which has obviously only done wonders for him as he's gone on and you can't not put this against uh Brian as well for his promo work and essentially using the specific wording that was used against him when Daniel Bryan had his own WrestleMania moment at 30. Yeah. Mm. Um, everything has come together to do so much for this that the crowd were just behind every move. And unfortunately for the rest of the card, as we will talk about in the next part, it just burned them out, which is rather yeah. unfortunate. But yeah, there was a lot to this. Bryan did a big running knee for a near fall who then applied the label lock Kingston managed to escape through various means yeah. every time it nearly got applied and everything else. Um, 
there was a a lot of back and forth still throughout the end of it. Kingston did get a trouble in paradise on Brian to win the WWE Championship, and which I do want to point out that it hasn't really been talked about, but he, it means that Kofi Kingston is the 30th Triple Crown Champion and the 20th yeah. Grand Slam Champion, as well as the first African-born WWE Champion. That's that's a good milestone. I mean, granted, they weren't focusing too much on his Grand Slam victory. No, they, and it was all, good that they didn't. And and of course, they didn't really focus on the fact fact that he would be the true first. Uh, no, African, obviously, African But I mean, it's still uh, something of note. I mean, you can tell that I, a lot of the um, a community yes. just behind. Um, I, I was the same. It's, it's very, it's very, it's very hard to use the appropriate words and the language for this. Yeah. Um, but the the community behind Kingston wanting that championship win based on the the color because it doesn't happen a lot because it's, it's, a it's very, been meant. Yeah. It's a very white born legacy. Exactly. It's a very white born company, and it's been discussed after the fact. Yes. Um, uh, in the you know they've they've said that you know well part of it is the satis- part of the satisfaction is increasing that diversity absolutely in it's, wwe in the card it's very unfortunate that there are a lot of legacy people within the business that have looked at this at kofi winning just based on the color of his skin as a sort and of publicity wasn't and that's disgusting up. it wasn't brought up no. at all it was slightly again, again, again. Is what I said back in the pre It was slightly in, uh, sorry, in the uh, predictions. It was slightly inferred that it was a similarish story to Trips Booker T. Yeah, yes. And I was that's what I was really afraid of happening because that was what it was. Like, it felt like that was that was the reason why Vince was putting all the hurdles in front of him. Yeah. and but that no, was the language in the, the locker room segments when they, the New Day were talking to mm-hmm. Kofi. What what was so, what Big E was saying was about glassing. It wasn't glassing about him as a competitor. It was about who he was mm-hmm. and what he represented almost as much as anything else. Yeah. Um, of course, many people were inter- interpreting that as him being the jokester, this uh, entertainer that uh, was just there to from mm. pancakes and stuff like that and yeah. uh, you know being the joy joyful joyfulest uh you know uh jokester you know prankster and all that along yeah. with uh, xavier woods and biggie to yeah. you know just they're just they're hat. just a silly they're just a silly comedy act no yeah. as 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 we we as we've all known and as yeah. the fans have always known and when they get serious their... when they get serious it's damn serious and the last Month and a half, two months. Oh heck, heck, it's been longer than that. Yeah, you know, but the, the, that time specifically, yeah, they've really got is is done wonders for all three of them, frankly. Yeah, but that sort of slow burn of Kofi not speaking, and the other two speaking for him, and Kofi being more hurt than anything else. And look at his face. This, why are you doing this to me? Before finally, you know, really snapping and turning, you know, turning the uh, the wick up. To the max when it was in the contract signing with Brian and really giving really tearing a strip off of him and giving a peace of mind about you know who the hell do you think you are yeah. I'll tell you who I am amazing amazing stuff great reaction great match lots of little bits um that like the stomps 
the stomps on the head. Again, tribute to Daniel Bryan. Bearing in mind the story of Daniel Bryan, the fact that we've got the crowd to hate him so much that we would all cheer Kofi grabbing his arms and retaliating with stamps to the face. And I I didn't feel about that. Normally we've we've discussed this before when Brian's, you know, had a had a bump to the head. We've just all gone naturally gone, oh, oh whatever. Yeah. Brian's got us to hate him so much. I was just like, get him again, get him again. Every stomp, which was a receipt from when he was doing it to Kofi. We, we were fully invested in this. We were properly invested in that. Brian was being a sneaky, sneaky bastard. He was being vicious. He was trying to pull the arm out of the socket on the bell lock and, you know, holding on yeah. to it. And then Kofi was doing stuff. The, the, the counters out of the bell lock, which is like a desperation falling onto straight punching and anything that could do and again there was there was you know, lots of little moments there to show the, the professionalism and skill of these wrestlers there was a bit in there and I, again, I mentioned this in the discord and Pete might remember that uh, Kofi went for the SOS mm. but he was like too far away so he started going for it and it sort of it all fell apart, all fell apart. but that because they're you know, you know, utter professionals in, in terms of... They went straight into something else, just naturally, which was, which was okay, it didn't work, you know, grab, turn around, and that instead of going for the SOS, Kofi went for a trouble in paradise, but but Brian picked his leg out of the air and blocked it and went into, went into the... Oh, and lock, took him yeah. down again. And it was, you know, it, it was supposed to be the... It was clearly supposed to be the SOS, but the fact that they actually pulled out a different sequence out of thin air, absolutely naturally, uh, it just really added to again the just the how happens. how hot the match was in terms of its really, really, really just had everybody invested. Absolutely, um, it led to a really grandiose celebration. Kingston's family came into the ring, they oh, celebrated so, with him. Great. The uh, Biggie and Woods discarded the eco-friendly belt and re-represented him with the new belt, which was on the plinth all along, had the new Kofi plates on it and everything else. And in the surprise package was new New Day merch. <laughs> that was a nice which, little fun. Which, funnily enough, was leaked on WWEshop.com. No, they didn't, did they? It was leaked yeah. about half oh, an hour no. luckily, enough, luckily enough, I wasn't on Twitter to see that and whatnot, and I was more generally surprised but when I did they see also it. Oh, had, they also had Brian's um, new merch as well, still the Planet's Champion stuff, which um, uh, they made light of later on in the show. Yeah, I, I did wonder then, that just if that was like a, a sort of counter. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame, that. It is a shame. I don't care. But then at the end of the day, as I said, like the match was pretty much... Um... Well, granted, with myself, I was more invested in the match. I didn't I didn't see that ha ha make the ways on Twitter. So no, neither did I. Yeah, it's fine. Absolutely. You know, because that's, that's what this match needed to be. Is yeah, it was brilliant. To have your attention on this. And it, it was, was a damn good match to have it, your attention It was on. brilliant. The crowd were absolutely living and dying with every single move in the ring. You had the added thing with, as we said, with the New Day on the outside. They were, they were, they were constantly yelling and cheering for Kofi, offering him strategy and everything. And it, it, it felt, it, it felt real. 
Yes. Best best thing best thing we can say about this match. I think it felt mm, absolutely. Brilliant. It felt genuine. I mean, yeah. I mean, um, one of, one of the people that I follow on Twitter, um, uh, V Styles, uh, most notably for his work in the video game soundtrack for Anarchy Reigns, uh, he mentioned that obviously this this uh, match should have been a main event match, and it was a main event match. It's just you know. Um, it it you know it was people just need to people need to lose the phrase of what a main event match can be every yeah. every match that is on the wrestlemania card is there because it deserves to be there mm. yeah and uh, i am i am so... so tired of the phrase of what should and should not be the main event tossed around especially with the women being in the main event and people saying that it doesn't deserve to be there no, every match that, on that, that card deserves to be well, there because it's good, well, regardless of its position on the card. Everything has a story to tell. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, and it's like I was saying to him, it's like, it, 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 it might have not been on the main event position. It was still a main event match, Absolutely. and it was the match that deserved to have, to have happened, and it did happen. And it gave us the result we wanted, mm-hmm. and it was definitely the story well, for the story that uh, was being. Told. I mean, it, it gave you the result you wanted, as you're oh, the only up. one that completely picked up the correct prediction on no, this one. No, but we said we said it was the result we we did all say wanted, yes, yes, I know. But you know, predictions are one thing; actually, the career stuff is yes. another. Yeah. Um, right. Both Kevin and I chose Brian because we thought there would be a continuing storyline off of this, but they did choose to give Kofi the good ending. Um, which is which is as I said as I said on the Discord at the time, it's one prediction that I was happy to be wrong on. You, you're kind of saying that is it a good ending? What would happen? What would be the bad ending? Kofi just Brian being winning. in a no Kofi being <laughs> in, in, in a no Kofi being in a chair and laughing maniacally. I mean, no, the, 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 bad, the, the bad ending would be Kofi wins but doesn't win the belt via disqualification. Yeah. If you if you um, follow so if you follow at Faces in Peril, which is the LMK twitter account you'll have noticed that we were well i was tweeting along every so often uh, i just tweeted at the end that it was it was such a win it was a win for the locker room because if the locker if that if kofi had lo- the locker room was so invested emotionally in this happening yeah. that i was actually kind of like concerned about what it would do to the locker room just spirit for the next like breath of the rest of the show Everybody was there, and I do mean everybody was there. Both Raw and SmackDown. Um, it made, yeah, yeah. It made, and it, it didn't seem to make any sense. And kayfabe kind of went out the window. Um, Nikki Cross was there, acting like the like the most giggly girl in the world yeah, in the yeah. centre of it, and they were just like, okay, well, I'll put it. There were heels there, there were faces there. It didn't matter. It, it went completely out the window. Everybody went nuts when when Kofi won. And you know uh, what an endorsement from yeah. your from your peers that I mean they were all crowded around that monitor. All of them were crowded around the monitor. They wanted to see what happened. They wanted to share it with each other. It had some legitimacy of yeah. them wanting this to happen. They, 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 everyone was, everyone was laughing. Because, everyone was laughing on Twitter because like you, you know it's serious because they're actually watching a TV correctly. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point yeah um, but except, even, except maybe the, the Usos because they were on the, the side writers, the Usos were there you know they were they, they were watching they wanted to see it happen you know Absolutely. But, yeah right right decision right result 
and right on Kofi. Absolutely. Go for it, buddy. And uh, yeah, so, I mean, it brings our prediction total to, I believe, oh you're going to have to bear with me because now I'm just trying to keep <sighs> it up to touch. I'm at seven. John is at five, I want to say, at this point. Yeah. And Kev Absolute is... zero. No, you've got at least two. <laughs> I've got three, I think, still at this point. Uh, no, yeah, you got three because you got Shane. Yeah, that's right. Um, we four. will be back for part three. Uh, but thank you very much for watching on youtube.com slash last minute continue or for listening on the podcast feed. You can follow me at Titans Creed or at Gaming Phoenix, or you can find me on Twitch five days a week at twitch.tv slash Project Phoenix Productions. Mr. John, where can they find you on the social media? Of course, media? You, can find, yeah, you can find me on the social medias on Twitter and on Instagram at TurboXLR, as well as finding me on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash TurboDrive Live, where I stream every Friday, uh, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Kev. As for me, uh, actually, for the three of us, you can follow us on Twitter at Faces in Peril. That's the LMKO Twitter account, where you can keep up to date with everything that's going on for us and wrestling. And there'll be the occasional funny comment because it's us, basically. Uh, me, personally, on Twitter, it's at the Kevin Eva, which is why Pete keeps saying that at the beginning of every damn show. And uh, you can also follow our... Uh, video game channel, which is also the main channel, the last minute continue at last min cont. Was it continue. at last min continue? Last is it last min cont? Last last min continue. I can never remember is that or the other. Um, I'm, I'm, there's also an Instagram account which is me slash last minute continue one, which is at last minute. Brilliant stuff. As always, ladies and gentlemen, you can catch us on YouTube or on the podcast feed. As Kevin said, you can follow us at Faces in Peril. It's the best way to uh, catch up with any new releases or various bits and pieces we do. Thank you very much for watching and listening so far. We will see you in part three.